the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of uh, 11 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem. Sitting to my right is Andy Salem, my daughter. She's been in our business for a very, very long time, in excess of 20 years. She actually runs the operation. She's in a position of authority, and the only person that she doesn't have any authority over is me. And, That's debatable. Exactly. <laughs> and sitting next to her is my wife, and uh, she's been at my side uh, partnering with me in the car repair business for 39 years. And uh, we've worked together. But I will tell you that the only one of the three of us that has dirty fingernails is me. So, Wait, uh, uh, yeah. Since <laughs> when? Yours look pretty clean to me. <laughs> exactly. That's Looks because... like you just got a fresh mani. Yeah. <laughs> Let's check your toes. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably been hiding in the salon That's somewhere. Right. We haven't seen him much this week, have we? Yeah. There you go. Now, you, you, people, people I, I need to tell people, there's no one that's been able to touch my toes in my whole life. So you're thinking I'm going to go and have stick my feet in water and have a little fish bite my, chew my, my skin off? You've been watching way too much TV. Yeah, exactly. You, they I, don't have I'm, those people? Not, yeah, they do they have do, those people, but, but you have to seek them out because they're not just everywhere. Yeah, not every corner has, you know, fish that eat flesh. dirty. Yeah. <laughs> flesh eating fish at their local salon. So, so this is no longer under the hood. It's Comedy Central with Renee and Andy. Hey, I think you get off on way too many things too, yeah. and you brought it up. All I said was to draw the picture that I'm in the trenches and you guys are handling the money and the books and all that other kind of stuff. Well, we just called your bluff because I don't think that's the truth. So. Let me ask you a question. How many people have you fired? Oh, that has nothing to do oh. with who's in the trenches. <laughs> How many Excuse people me. have you fired? Quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. no. and more and more recently, thank you. No, no. That... <laughs> <laughs> and you might be my next one. <laughs> Just keep pushing it. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Have as much fun as you want. But we can, are. I, can I do a brought to you by right yeah, now? Go yeah, go ahead. Okay. Please. Thompson's Auto Repairs in Mesa. He's on Main Street just east of Stapley. Brian and Thelma are exactly the kind of people you would hope that would be your neighbors. They're givers. They're not takers. They're nice people. They know right from wrong. They come from a family I'm very familiar with. I know the Thompson family, and I know the Vivian family, and I have since 1968. So I can tell you these kids are good stock they are good people and they know like i said before they know the difference from right from wrong they're the only shop in mesa that i tell you to go to the rest of them haven't been able to pass the muster they haven't been able to fill fit within the parameters that i set so if you're in mesa 
They're on, on Main Street, just east of Stapley, and they've been around since 1970. So let's go to the phones and talk with, oh, the Greg. Hang on just a second, Greg. 602-508-0960. Four lines are open. 602-508-0960. And Greg, you're up next. How can I help you? Good morning. Good morning. I have a uh, 2008 Suburban, and it's uh, when we first started up in the morning, only uh, when it's been sitting, it, makes, it sounds like the valves are making a clicking sound. And I was told by the one of the mechanics for an unrelated uh, repair that that's just um, the newer Suburbans are, are louder because of the manifold. I guess it's a, a – and that was his answer to me, so I don't know if that's a, something I should have checked out. Yeah, yes, I think you should have it checked out, but I, I've never heard of that answer before, so I don't, I don't understand. I can tell you this much. The clicking noise could be an exhaust leak. Uh, I want to tell you that even technicians have to work hard, not have to work hard, they have to do certain tests to determine whether or not it is a, an exhaust leak. Because when you first start it up, there is no gasket in the exhaust manifold, and so you're likely to have a tick, 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 tick. But once we right. swell it with heat, then it goes away. Now, you can have both manifolds dropped off, and you can put gaskets in there because it's a small block Chevy, more than likely, or we can find exhaust gaskets for it and put them back in. But first we have to diagnose it. Now, if you wanted to do it yourself, then you'd open up the hood and you would get your wife involved and you'd give her some big canvas gloves and a big rag. And then when you started it up, she would go around the back and stuff that thing over the exhaust pipe. Now, the exhaust isn't going to be hot first thing in the morning. So at that particular point, you're standing on the driver's side and the passenger side with about three feet of heater hose, and you put part of it in your ear, and then you start waving it around the exhaust manifolds. And you're going to hear the tick, tick, tick noise with that long stethoscope device, you know, a piece of three-quarter inch heater hose that's three or four feet long. Now, if it's a lifter noise, then the question is, is which side? And we probably ought to pull the valve cover and take a look at it because it might have pulled the stud out of the head or it may have mushroomed the uh, push rod, or there may be some issue with respect to the clatter. There's also in your 10-year-old um, car, there's some piston slaps, we call skirt slap. And the easiest way to diagnose that is, is to change the oil and, uh, and run it 1,000 miles, pull an oil sample. You can do this yourself. Send it in. There's plenty of places on the Internet. And we're looking at metal content of that sample. Then we do another oil analysis 1,000 miles later, and we do another sample. And if the aluminum number went from 25 to 50 or 25 to 100, then, yeah, we're probably scraping off some of the skirt on the piston. On the okay. other hand, if it stays at 25, 25, 25, 25, then we know it's not aluminum, and then we can move on from there. So, yes, I would definitely have it checked out. Yeah, you need to look at it because if it is a lifter problem, and like I said before, they sound alike, then, um, yes, you should have that checked out and obviously leave it over. You can also, if you want, put some thicker oil in it. You could run some 30 weight in there, and if you change the noise, if you just run a straight 30 weight in there, then it is something inside the engine. On the other hand, if it doesn't change the noise, then it's, it's going to probably be an exhaust leak. And I can rule out the exhaust by just doing that test. That yes, that's it. Now like another thing you could do is pull the uh, cover off the throttle body on that, and uh, you could pour, you could start it up, and now this is where you're going to have to get your buddy because your wife's going to be really mad at you. We're going to take a couple of teaspoons of power steering fluid or transmission fluid, 
and we're going to dribble that into the motor. Somebody's going to be holding the idle up. So inside the car, you put your wife with all the windows rolled up. You get your buddy in the back, and as soon as that thing starts belching white smoke, he covers the exhaust. Okay. And then you're going to see that white smoke coming out of the exhaust manifold where it mates up to the head. Oh, okay. All right? If there's a leak, right? If there's a leak. That's exactly right. Okay. Fantastic. I okay. appreciate your help. You betcha. Good luck to you. Okay. And that's kind of what we would do. Those are the kinds of things that we do. We, we, we even use heater hose for that kind of stuff if they don't have a real stethoscope. And there's times that we will cause it to smoke a lot and, uh, and follow the smoke. Todd, good morning to you. What you got? Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, I just wanted to tell you um, I went by S&S Tires this morning uh, in Peoria. Uh, Jason Hayes, the manager over there. Uh-huh. Excellent job. Did what needed to be done and completely happy with them. Just wanted to tell you congrats on your um, one of your referrals. Yeah, one of my side. best shops. Now, what did you go yep. in there for? Did you go in there for a symptom or for service? Symptom. Okay. Uh, 2009 F-150. Okay. And I uh, drove back from Laughlin the other day, stopped at my daughter's. Uh, it sat for about an hour, and when I went to crank it, it just cranked, 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 and didn't catch. Okay. And uh, did that eh, four or five times and let it sit for a little longer, and then it, it caught. And it hadn't done it since. But what they found in the diagnos- the, you know, diagnostic was they found a little bitty fuse uh, in the... Um, I guess fuel pump? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Never seen anything like it. It's crazy. Okay. Uh, but they fixed that free of charge. You know, they just, you know, part of the diagnostic and stuff. And, you know, we talked about some other things that need to be done. Okay. And uh, gave me a complete um, uh, list of what needs to be done. You right. Know, nothing pa- big. Parts and labor and stuff. So, just, and, you know, and, plugs, that kind and, of stuff. And you bring up a good point because sometimes it's $90 to find it and a buck to fix it. Not too long ago, we had yeah. a big uh, suburban uh, Escalade came in, and it had lost all of its seat uh, movement, his mirror movement, all that kind of stuff. The steering column, the pedal movement, lost all of that. And we tracked it down to a body control module fuse, and the minute we touched the fuse, everything worked. So we pulled the fuse out, and the contacts were corroded really bad. And this is on the left side of the dash, and I suspect somebody had spilled something on the left side of the dash. So we washed everything up real good, put a new fuse in there, took a little emery cloth. We borrowed it from one of the girls, a little emery file. What do they call that thing? Nail file. Nail file. Cleaned oh, up the contacts. Yeah. We borrowed it from you, <laughs> yeah, actually, exactly. don't we? We got it out of your door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> out of it. You, you got about it. I want to tell you something. If, if there's I was ever thinking, been, man, I just didn't want to say it. Yeah. Oh, yes, oh. Okay. You, you can say it. Hey, if, if anybody ever finds my DNA on a fingernail file, I'll give them a thousand bucks. Oh, oh. deal! <laughs> I could find about ten. Well, we'll be $500 richer <laughs> next week. Yeah. Exactly. You guys can do whatever you want, oh, but you're not going to find boy. my DNA but, on it. But any... don't do an autopsy on those fish, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a good idea, too. I like you, Todd. <laughs> say goodbye to Todd because he's going. No, thanks for taking the time to that call and time, say guys. something nice because we don't hear that every day, so yeah. I'm sure uh, we appreciate it, and S&S does, too. Oh, uh, you know, it, it, so uh, it I've is. I've been to Kurt, and I've been to S&S and had great with both of them. So. Great deal. Thank you very much. <laughs> and that's what we're all about. On our website, we have the very best car shops in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And here's my promise to you. This is how serious we are about this. Here's my promise. If you have a problem mm-hmm. with one of my shops, 
then you're going to file a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. If at the end of the day, the Better Business Bureau instructs the shop to give you your money back or to effect a repair and the shop refuses, Mark Salem and family will. We'll pay that bill up to 5000 or we'll fix your car up to 5000 so bottom line is, is we're putting our money where our mouth is. So if you want to look at the list of best car repair shops, go to MarkSalem.com and click the best. And Andy, how many times have we paid any money in those kinds of circumstances? I don't know. None that I none. can even recall. Not mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. We've never ever. We came close not too long ago, right. but that settled. The shop stood up and took care of it. But in reality, we've never had anything that went that far no. through the Better Business Bureau. And the reason I'm having you go through the Better Business Bureau is this. I've been involved with the Phoenix Better Business Bureau for probably 25 years. I helped create and write the parameters for the Auto Advisory Committee. I know that's a fair process. So I have trust in their their dispute resolution process. I have trust in their ability to know right from wrong. And so I'm willing to accept whatever they say. And that makes a difference. Okay, the lines are open. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And you'll know that a lot of times when I refer callers to a particular shop in their geographical area, you can bet that that shop's on my best car repair shops list. Every once in a while, we'll refer somebody of a specialist nature that's mm-hmm. not on our list, but most of the time they're on our list. Again, MarkSalem.com. We'll be back right after this. The Seth and Chris Show, where it's principles and politics. Billy Graham. There is no gainsaying the impact, the monumental impact he has had on untold millions of lives. So shame that he did not get more attention. It reminds me a little bit about when Mother Teresa died in the same week as Princess Diana, and the media went over full-time on covering Princess Diana's funeral and did very little on Mother Teresa's. Weekdays, 3 to 6, AM 960, The Patriot. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-694-7394. 800-694-7394. That's 800-694-7394. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. You don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. 
You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. Hugh Hewitt in the morning to Larry Elder at night. With the best live show in the Valley at 3 p.m. with Seth and Chris. The only conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with the Patriot. Well, welcome back, everybody. For those of you uh, that uh, are interested, my wife is sitting here. Um, she's kind of in the coach section of the uh, of the plane. Andy's with her. She's my daughter. She actually runs the, the company, so she's the co-pilot. And between the two of them, they've they've been really kind of mean to me today. Mm-hmm. But anyway, if uh, <laughs> if you guys would like to take the next caller, go ahead. Her name is Julie. Julie, how can we help you today? Uh, yeah, um, I have a 2012. Buick Anclip, and um, when I turn the key off, uh, it sounds like the engine is still running, so I thought maybe it was the fan that was still running, so I checked the um, antifreeze, and the kind of the container is kind of empty, so I fill it up to the line, and um, so I thought, good, so the next day I drove it seven miles, and I turned it off. And they're still doing the same thing. Okay. You know for sure the fan's running, right? Well, it's either the fan or the whole engine, but then it quits, like, within 30 seconds. From what, I, from what I understand, the cooling fans will run after the car is shut off. Right. And they'll operate for some period of time and then shut down, and that's normal operation. Correct. It, it is. But I never done it before, though. I had the car for four years now. Okay. Are I mean, the thing that... Ca- concerns me is the um you know overflow or what yeah the coolant jug that you're checking that's low i mean are you seeing a leak on the ground or anything like that no it's in my garage no no leaks okay well here's what happens there we're transferring water from the engine to the overflow jug okay so when Mm -hmm. the engine gets hot it spits some coolant into the overflow jug when you shut it off at night it's supposed to suck what it pushed in there it's supposed to suck back out so therefore your your cooling system is full no matter if it's hot or it's cold okay you finding it down low indicates to me there might not be a full system Mm -hmm. and if it there's not a full system then we need to finish it the job because putting it in the coolant 
overflow jug, it might take you a month to refill that cooling system. Mm -hmm. It's going to take some time. I would much rather just have the car in front of me, take the radiator cap off when it's cool, and just go ahead and look at that. How many miles are on your Enclave? 75,000. Okay. So do you have a garage that you go to that you trust? I've been taking that. Well, really, I never have any problems. Uh, I've been taking it just for oil changes to the dealership. Okay. All right. Well, you can take it really anywhere you want, but I would say to them that you want them to analyze your cooling system. You want to tell them you've got the fans running in the middle of the winter. And in the cold days, you've got the fans that are cycling or that's staying on for 30 seconds or maybe a minute, but they're shutting off, which is an important thing because the relay's not stuck. If the relay was stuck, the fan would run forever. It would run your battery down, and the next morning you would be dead. The car wouldn't start. So the good thing is it's coming on, and something is seeing okay and shutting it off. That's a good news. So I would think that if you told them what you told me, then ask them, what's your diagnostic charge? Now, Andy, she's standing in front of you. What what diagnostic charge are you going to quote her? I would say, I mean, I would say she would pay anywhere between maybe 40 and 60 or 40 and 70. Okay. and and But if you took the cap off of it and found it was low, then we have to fill it up and pressure test it to yeah. see where that coolant went. Yeah. At the very minimum, we're going to probably put a radiator cap on it because the radiator cap is an integral part of hot water going out, cold water coming in. So a radiator cap, but at 75,000 miles, she could be due for a coolant change as well. So mm-hmm. this may turn into a cooling system pressure test and flush and a radiator cap. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you're up to $100 or more. Oh, more than that. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. <clears throat> I, I, I kind of, I'm going to drop your diagnostic a little bit because if we're going to go into the cooling system and it's dirty, mm-hmm. then a flush is going to be checking the radiator cap and all that and pressure test. So I was kind of taking her 60, her 40 to 60, and rolling it into a flush, so to speak. But the diagnostic process, I agree, it's just going to be $40, $50. To pressure test it, check the coolant to see if it's 40 below zero, and to look for leaks, and then maybe replace the cap. Yeah, I I mean, I would definitely, you know get it checked, looked at, you know, have somebody take a look at it. Sometimes, too, you don't see leaks on the ground because you have a plastic undercarriage or splash shield underneath the car that covers a majority of the underside of the car. So you wouldn't see it. Maybe it would be caught on that instead of dripping on your garage floor. So I don't know if your vehicle has one of those. Um, Most of them do nowadays, but... You know, that could be why you're not seeing a leak on the ground, too. I think the most troubling thing of what um, Julie's saying is, is we expect this to happen in the middle of the summer. Yeah. Yeah. This is very unusual in for the, the 40 degrees weather we've been having. And I think she would know if it was dieseling and, and the whole engine was running. It's a right. whole different. I mean, it sounds a lot louder and she yeah. wasn't sure, but yeah. I doubt that that would be what it is. Well, she could do this. She could pull into her garage or pull in front of her garage. She could pop the hood, open it up, mm-hmm. and then she could shut the car off mm-hmm. and then get out and look. And if the fan belts are moving, then she's right. And if that's the case, then we have an ignition switch or a start relay or we have something going on yeah. electronically. Mm-hmm. And then that's going to be the diagnosis of 75 to 125 to figure that out. And then there's going to be a part and a labor to replace the part. That would typically be something either with the ignition lock assembly or ignition switch. Yeah. That- so just verify that as you shut it off that the belts are not moving um, and, and the engine is not running. If they're not moving, then it is more than likely a cooling fan that's still running. Um, but if they are, then it's a whole, whole separate 
issue. And the cooling fan running, she should see that running. She yeah. should see it and hear it. And, and if she put her hand behind it, six, ten inches behind it, she'll feel the air moving. Yeah, and that's typically right in the front, almost by the grill. Right. It's, right, it's on the radiator, yeah. and it's between the radiator and the engine. engine. Mm-hmm. And so that's where your cooling fans are going to be. And, Julie, you could have two of them. So it's not uncommon for you to have two fans. And so if one of them is running, that makes a difference, too, because one of them is on the air conditioning side, typically, and one of them is on the cooling system side, typically. So that would have to be diagnosed if it was the AC fan that comes on when you apply air conditioning. And and you almost kind of got to stick your head in there and then look back because Mm -hmm. of the fan shroud. And, you know, it's going to be covering kind of covering up or stand at the passenger side and look towards the radiator. What part of town do you live in, Julie? I live uh, actually closer to you guys because uh, it's Happy Valley and 55th Avenue. Okay, that's we're we're clear down in South Tempe. So um, oh. I, I'm sorry that I I, I did I was see Julie I. I would prefer that um, I help people out as opposed to just trying to redirect everybody to my shop. But if you're at Deer Valley and 55th, then Action Auto, which is on Deer Valley and I-17, would be your close, closest place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, and and you, it's okay for you to go in there and say, I'm a referral from Mark Salem. Mark Salem, m- me, I don't get any money. I don't get any – I'm not sending them to you and they're paying me. That doesn't happen. Um, you you would just go in there and say, I'm a new customer, and I'm here as a suggestion with Mark Salem, and this is what I, I want to show you. That fan, when I turn off my car, that fan continues to run for 30 seconds to two minutes. Yeah, and then you also found the overflow low. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's a good part, too. So, so you'd want to do that. Just mention both of those. All righty, Julie. All righty. Well, thank you so much. I figured I drove it for seven miles, and I thought, no, this is not right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 and that's that's troublesome right there, but she doesn't have that many miles on it. So no. mm-hmm. anyway, good luck to you, Julie. Good luck. All righty. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. And I want to tell you real quick about Automatic Transmission Exchange. If you drive down Washington Street near 40th, you're going to see Automatic Transmission Exchange, and he's been there since 1968. Well, you don't work on transmissions since 1968 and do a bad job and rip people, you know, rip off people. It's because you can fix transmissions. So if you live in Phoenix and you're having a transmission problem, then stop by Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. And they'll take a drive for you, with you for free, if you can duplicate the problem. That's kind of important, duplication of the problem. Learn how to do that. Stop by Automatic Transmission Exchange. Sherry with Professional Escrow Resources is with me again. Sherry, what do you do? Well, for people that own real estate and want to do something post-closing with their property, such as transfer it to their trust, add a beneficiary in the event of their death, add a spouse do a a lot split or combine parcels, anything that is done post-closing, we can help you with. All right. I'm reading here that you also prepare documents to secure loans, such as promissory notes and agreements for sale. You also prepare and record the document that will secure the lien, such as a mortgage, deed of trust. And you also prepare modifications or assignments to these documents and, if desired, assist in setting up the collection services with an account servicing company of their choice. Yes. Great. Why professional escrow resources? We're going to help make it easy for you. Call 602-DOC-EASY. That's 602-362-3279 or online at docprepper.com. Call 602-DOC-EASY today. 
This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The death of evangelist Billy Graham seems almost unreal. In our memories, we can still hear his voice, see his smile, and trace his influence. He died on Wednesday, aged 99. From his first crusade to his dying breath, he made clear he still believed and always believed what he preached. Billy Graham was a titanic figure on the world stage. He preached in person to more people than any other preacher in the history of Christianity. It all began with the crusade in Los Angeles, California, nearly 70 years ago that changed history and led to the establishment of a global ministry of evangelism. I had the honor of knowing Dr. Graham, and he was gracious to speak at my inauguration as president to Southern Seminary and to give his name to our evangelism school. He was even greater in person than on the television screen or before a crowd. He has now gone home to his heavenly reward to be with the God he loved so much, preached so faithfully, and served so well. I'm Albert Moeller. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything will be taken care of. We could never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because Because of of you. you. There is St. Jude. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results of the dream. Well, welcome back, everybody. For 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock, we got 26 minutes of show left, and we've got one caller on the line, Steve. And so if you'd like to join us, we have four open lines, 602 508 602 508-0960. You can call in. Gil will answer the phone. He'll put you on hold. We'll get to you just as quickly as you can. Hang tight, Steve. Give me about 15 seconds. Larry Harker's Auto is at 38th Avenue and in Indian School. And you'll notice a common theme with the shops of Mark Salem's Best Shops. They've all been around a long time. Harker's has been around since 1967. Bob and Ellen own and operate Larry Harker's Automotive. And Ellen works the front counter, and Bob is in charge of the shop. And it's a really good pair to draw to because Ellen does a good job up in the front side, and Bob helps 
the technicians diagnose and repair cars. So no matter auto electrical work, brake services, automotive emissions, vehicle maintenance, diagnosis, emissions tests, all that stuff. But Bob's one of the best diagnosticians I've ever met in my life. So if you've got one of those problems that nobody else can fix, then you really do belong at Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Steve, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. I've got a 1994 Nissan pickup truck, hard body V21. Uh, it's a deluxe version with the V6, it's five speed. Questions I've got are around the steering system. When I bought it uh, about a year ago, the steering front steering felt loose. It is power steering, okay. but it just it seemed to have a mind of its own. You can't drive it down a you know straight down the road. It kind of veers. So uh, what I did was I had the front suspension rebuilt at a shop I trust. Um, everything that moves in the front suspension was replaced except for the control arm bushings. Um, after the alignment, they mentioned that on that truck, the way the alignment is done is with shims on the pivot for the control arms. And one of the settings could not be, <clears throat> could not be, um, adjusted perfectly set because of its run out of shims to remove. Okay. Um, this suspension is better, but it still has the wandering, uh, problem. Okay. Their, their thought was. The steering box. Okay. Well, I think what you do is you say to them, if you think it's a steering box and it's and it doesn't fix anything, then uh, what are we going to do then? Who's going to pay for that? Are you going to take the steering box back out? Because you, every right. shop that knows their stuff is going to sit down firm on their diagnosis. So maybe is something that's not allowed at my shop. We don't do maybe, but if we do maybe, then the customer has to agree to the maybe guess. Here's here's I got a couple questions for you. Okay, did for did it change anything with your original symptom of the truck wandering and having a mind in its own? Did it change anything? As far as the wandering, no. As okay. far as the overall tightness, it seemed to improve the tightness. Plus, I replaced the shocks at the same time, which okay. were original from nineteen ninety four. Is this your daily driver? No, it's a just a periodic weekend runabout. Okay. okay. The reason I ask is just sometimes it's a it's a 1994, right? Yeah. We ha- sometimes yeah. have customers who, when they drive, I mean, what year is your other car that you drive? I've got an 06 Tundra that a couple hundred thousand miles still drives like a brand new truck. Yeah. Okay. We we see people that have this kind of an issue. Not saying that there's not anything wrong. I'm just saying that we do see this if it's not a daily driver. They get in something that's, you know, the 94 truck and they're like, whoa, the steering's all over the place or this doesn't drive like I think it should. But really, sometimes there's nothing wrong. That's just how they drove or handled back in the day. So we it, see that from time to time. It's it's this. It's a Fred Flintstone stone-driven car with mm-hmm. four tires that are stone versus a Microsoft Windows 10 car. Yeah. It's a different. Let, let's, it, yeah. it, but let me, let me just ask you some questions, okay? I just need answers from you. We haven't changed right. anything at all. Do you have any clunking when you stop abruptly or take off abruptly in the front end? No. All right. So I'm going to tell you how to diagnose it yourself. And you really should have called me before. How much did that front end rebuild cost you with the shocks and all? Uh, about 900 bucks out of pocket. Okay. And you notice this is the deal. Guys already said, well, I needed it anyway. 
women don't say that. <laughs> women say, oh, wait a minute. You did we're fix- way smarter. That's right. It's, 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 but the guy, oh, I need it anyway. So you spent $900 on your guests, and basically nothing happened. But here, I'm going to tell you how you, you figure it out yourself. I need you to, to go outside and pop the hood of the, of the truck and start it up and just set the parking brake and just sit there. You're going to have somebody get inside and wiggle the steering wheel left and right a couple of inches. You're going to go put your hand on the driver's front tire about the 9 o'clock position, and you're going to watch the steering wheel, and with your hand, you're going to make sure the steering wheel is completely synchronized with the driver's tire. Then you're going to move to the passenger side. What? Is this with the engine running and the power steering active or with the engine off? You can do it either way. Okay. Doesn't make any difference. But you can do it both ways if you want. You're going to go to the passenger side and do the same thing. Now, if there is play, then you're going to start at the steering shaft that comes through the firewall, and you're going to go to the power steering box. Now, there's an input shaft on the power steering box, and there's an output shaft on the power steering box. And if you don't turn the steering wheel more than two inches one way or another, you can put your hands down there on the bottom part called the pitman arm, and you can touch that and watch the steering shaft because that's what we do. So all we're looking for is play, and all we're doing is using our eyes and our hand. So if you've got a steering box problem, why wouldn't we adjust the steering box? Well, you beat me to it. Um, Back in the days when I was working on cars, I did. I had a 67 Camaro. I adjusted the steering box. Her circulating ball was not that big of a deal. Um, And the shop said, no, you can't adjust these. You've got to replace them. Okay. Well, if there's an adjustment there, then they're wrong, huh? But if there is no adjustment there, then they're right. But it it doesn't make any difference. If I've got my hand on the input shaft and I've got my left hand on the pitman arm, I can sure feel if they're moving in synchronization. So if they are, fine. Then why would we replace the steering box? Got it. So, okay. And, and and really, the steering wheel has to be firmly connected to both front tires, and they have to move in synchronization. I don't know about the wandering part, but you, you put me on this steering box issue in these lower control arms. If you have bad lower control arms, you're going to have a clunk on an abrupt stop, and you're going to have a clunk when you take off. That's all there is I, to it. You know, yeah, I asked about the control arm bushings, if they were even needed, and they said no. They were nice and tight, and they, they didn't feel any play in them when they had okay. the suspension apart. But they can't get one of them. You've got some adjustment that, that that can't come apart and adjust any further. Did you say that that was part of the lower control arms when you adjust the lower control arms? That was more of a non-answer shrug of the shoulders. Okay. Well, the fact of the matter is, is if you got a, a, an, an, an eccentric, an egg-shaped adjustment, that's part of the alignment. So if you can't get one of those in, then I, I really think we need to focus on, on, on the, the problem. The problem is that you're wandering. So we start with an alignment from a gray-haired guy, and we don't plug it into a computer, and the computer goes, oh, it's okay. That's a problem because the computer's looking parameters that are about 36 inches wide. I think most gray-haired guys, are their parameters are about two inches wide. So we're going to get your front end dialed in. We're going to get both front wheels straight ahead, and we're going to have about one degree in on each side. And we're going to take care of caster and camber because you're going to pull to the positive side of caster, and you're going to pull to the negative side of camber. So if we have so much positive camber and we're still in the green zone, then, okay, that's the reason why we're wondering is right there. Why don't we pull that back a little bit? We can still stay in the green zone, but we don't need that much camber. 
That's what I'm talking about. You have to find somebody who's experienced, but we're just going to stick. We're not going to do any more guessing. We're not going to do the lower control arms. We're not going to do any more of that. We're going to focus on the wondering part. Now, last but not least, you follow the truck as somebody else drives it, and let's make sure the butt end of that truck isn't wandering. And as it goes left and right, it makes you feel like the front end's doing the same thing. So you could have a bushing on the leaf springs on the back of that truck that's gone, and there is no noise associated with that. Or let me change that. There, there's not normally noise associated with that. But as you drive down the road and somebody in the in the, your truck kind of just swings to the left within their own lane, they kind of go left and they go right, and you see the back end of that truck swaying back and forth, we always know that the rear steers the front. So I would also be looking at the rear. i got to take a break. When we come back, we'll take more calls, 602-508-0960. The following is a paid political announcement. Are you ready to make America great again? That was Phil Lovis at the Trump rally in Prescott weeks before the election. While the liberal media said Trump didn't stand a chance, Phil Lovis was the first Arizona legislator to endorse Donald Trump and become the statewide chairman for the presidential campaign. Phil Lovis was a conservative leader in the state legislature, pro-life, supports tax cuts, and defending the Second Amendment. I'm Phil Lovis. I'm running for Congress to support the president's agenda and drain the swamp. That means term limits and ending pensions for members of Congress, like I did for Arizona legislators. I'll protect American jobs and fund a strong military. And even though it angers the liberal media, we need to build a wall and protect our southern border. And know this. I'll stand up for the West Valley and support our president. Bill Lovis, with Trump early, with President Trump now. Paid for by Lovis for Congress. I'm Phil Lovis, and I approve this message. A message from DAV to all returning veterans. Thank you. Thank you for doing your duty. Thank you for doing our bidding. Thank you for laying it all on the line. Thank you for stepping up and not backing down. Thank you for putting your future on hold to put our enemies on notice. Thank you for putting your buddies' lives ahead of your own. Thank you for putting yourself in harm's way. Thank you for defending our freedom, for displaying your honor, for being a hero, even though you don't want to be called one. For all this and more, DAV thanks you. And we're here to help you. Expert DAV advisors will make sure you get the health, disability, and financial benefits you were promised and earned. If you're a veteran, visit DAV.org for free help. And again, thank you. Welcome back, everybody. It's 45 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. We're done at noon, so if you'd like to join us, there's still time, 602-508-0960. Nick, thank you for holding. How can I help you? 89 Ford, half-ton pickup, manual transmission, 302. It pings. I took it to the dealership, left it there for a week while I was on vacation, and I asked them, first, do you have a computer that you can hook up to it while you take it out on a road test oh yeah yeah we can do that i come back and uh they had a 75 dollars charge and they said yeah it's fixed and i took off out of the dealership and had no guts at all what they did was retard the timing 
Yeah, that yeah, one and one equals two. So you went in there with a different power level as you did before. Is the ping gone? No. Okay. If I put the timing back to factory spec, which is twelve degrees, uh, it pinged. Okay. Is there even, any other even, reason why it would ping? Any even with premium. Okay. Is there any other reason why it would ping? Well. That's what I'm asking you. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's why I he's calling you. Well, <laughs> he doesn't know everything. No, 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 no. I, 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 I'm, I was asking him those questions not to show off my talents, but oh. to see what they told him. Oh, okay. Okay. Is there any other reason? Yeah. If it's running lean and it's not getting enough fuel, then it's going to ping. If it's built up with carbon, it's going to ping. If the EGR is not working or the EGR's passageway, which is one is vacuum and one exhaust, if that's plugged up, then th then it's going to ping. Um, and he has an electronic ignition in that, and he has a module on the fender, and it's got a yellow grommeter, a blue grommeter, a variety of other colored grommets, and those can get out of whack. So by retarding the timing, they tried to fix the ping. That's troublesome. So then we also want to look at the timing chain on this thing. I don't think that's us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We want to look at the timing chain on this thing because we want to make sure that it's good and tight. Yeah, it is. And how did you check it? Timing light. No, no, no. Um, no, that's not that's not what I meant. Um, you have to get underneath the truck and put a big old bar on the front of that crankshaft bolt. And you have to rock it clockwise about three or four inches, and then you go counterclockwise at about three or four inches. And you're going to be able to feel the slop. The question is, is are you going to be able to tell which is too much and which is normal? Because that bottom pulley is going to rotate the camshaft above it. And if there's a bunch of slop, then you're going to feel it. I, I understand that. But if you got a timing light on there, that tells you when there's a lot of slack. How, how how does that do that? Because your timing light, your marks w will move all over the place. No, that's not true. Because when your motor's running, there's a slack side of the chain and the drive side of the chain. And the drive side of the chain is running the camshaft, so your mark's not going to move. And, you're, and if, in fact, that is the truth, I've never seen that in 39 years. When you, when you rev the engine up and back? It's not, that's not a valid test. I'm just telling you that. It's just not a valid test. So the test to find out if the timing chain's got slack is exactly what I, and, and, and every gray-haired guy knows that. So I, all I'm saying to you is, is I'm giving you alternatives. You know, you need to find out if the hydrocarbons are real high and the CO is real low, and that'll tell you if it's running lean. But somebody's going to have to check it more idle because idle is the idle circuit and then cruise is the cruise circuit. So you can't very well test it when it's pinging, or you, you can't test it when it's not pinging. So that's why we're going to, you know, put it on a dyno or we're going to drive it down the road or we're going to do something to check it in the run mode or in the cruise mode. So when do, when do you think that a Ford dealership would be able to diagnose that? You're asking me a question I don't have a prayer in hell of answering. <laughs> Depends on the technician. It might, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if they gave it to, <laughs> to, gave it to, to a guy a, fresh out of Ford school, yeah. probably not. Yeah. Yeah. But and if they it, gave it to somebody who's been there for 40 years, hair, then yeah. yeah. And yeah. He, he, the kid, oh, either oh. he had three whiskers or he had gray hair. And, yeah. and, and, and that's all there is to it. And a lot of new technicians don't have a clue. Go ahead. These are experts at your vehicle. Yeah. 
Well, um, yeah. you know what? Let me let me Thank tell you. you. There, there's a big there's that's a, that you bring up a real sore spot with me, and so I, I'm going to go ahead and, and forgive me, <laughs> but I'm I'm going to vent. I don't hire Ford-only technicians because that's all they know. They don't have a fundamental knowledge about spark and fuel and tailpipe emissions that include from an Acura to a Mercury Zephyr and everything in between. I remember hiring a guy from Chrysler who did nothing but air conditioning work who assured me he could do anything. He lasted two weeks, and I didn't say goodbye. We gave him stuff he didn't even have a clue. So when you start in the in the independent market where we do from Acuras to Mercury Zephyrs and we do pickups and diesels and all that kind of stuff, we have a fundamental knowledge that it appears to me is missing on somebody who just works on, um, give me the name of a toaster. You know, a frigid air refrigerator. You know, think yeah, like KitchenAid or one brand. Exactly. They, they they know KitchenAid I, or whatever the brand yeah. is in and out, but they I, don't. I completely, yeah. I completely agree. That, where where do you live? Fifteenth uh, Street Northern. Well, then, I would either go to 25th Street Auto, which is yeah. 25th and Indian School. Billy's there. I'll bet yeah. you. With ten to one odds, Billy can fix this. I, oh well, I'll okay. bet you he can diagnose it. Whether you want to pay for the fix is not. And then if you go if you go north of there, um, Kelly you, Clark. Kelly, is... no, uh, Glendale, Twelfth oh. Street in Glendale. Oh, Twelfth Street. Yeah, okay. he would be a good guy. Um, and yeah. I know he could fix it. Kurtz is I-17 in Bell. He could fix it. Um, Tom at uh, I-17 in Deer Valley. He could fix it. These are all gray-haired guys. Mm-hmm. These guys yeah. have had their butts kicked when we were in the 60s and 70s. And we've been through the transition of carburetors to fuel injection. So, yeah, we, we have a fundamental knowledge that uh, that few have. Let me don't say yeah, that. People that to uh, Billy down there, and they had great success. So. Yeah, they do yeah. good work. Mm-hmm. So he he always makes me proud to be my friend. He's a good Christian man. He's a drag racer, and he has fundamental knowledge. And he's got gray hair. You know what? Billy even has gray nose hair. Oh, stop! Look who's talking. Too much information. <laughs> Talk yeah. about unneeded information <laughs> in a phone call. Yeah, exactly. That oh. would be the top of the list. Oh my goodness! All right, hey, come on. I'm just, I, I made you laugh. And, and you know what else? Is that the point? Here, here's, yeah, that's the point. There's three levels of gray hair. Oh, we yeah. don't even yeah. want to hear. <laughs> it's head. Oh, come on. It's nose. And Chest. it's ears. Chest. Ears. Oh, ears. ears. Oh, that's right. Chop yeah. their heads off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so We're by. about ready to chop their heads off, right? So you look for nose, ear, and hair. And so when you go in, Nick, you'll have to <laughs> inspect the no, nose hair yeah. and just to make sure everybody's oh. on the up and up. You know, that's the way we're testing these days. Oh, oh man. Send people there because when I go in there, Billy and I start to yakety yakin because we're about the same age. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we're killing each other's time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? Billy's a good guy and he doesn't mind that. And I've got yeah. customers like that that they'll come in and mm-hmm. they'll, and, and, you know, I'll talk as long as they want to talk. Because and Luke, longer. And, and longer. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I was saying, uh, um, I'll talk as I, well, I have customers like Lou Wilmont and a lot of other people that have two and three and four digit customer numbers. And so when they come in, 
then it's a different story than somebody that walks in that's never been in before right. who wants to bend my ear. I'm going to bend his for twice as long as he's going to bend mine. Oh, yeah. That's, that's about normal. <laughs> I think that's all across the board. It doesn't really matter the, the customer number. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you, so you object when I sit in the lobby in the mornings and I'm sitting there talking with everybody in there. When their she, car's been dead for an hour and they're wanting to go to their next appointment. Yeah, that's kind of... When they're pushing on the front door. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> We're just teasing you. Oh, is that it? Yeah, we are. Okay. All right. Well, we have four more minutes of the show, and I think I'm going to talk about both of you for that four minutes. we got to yeah. go to Nordstrom. Yeah. Oh, we got to leave. Yeah. You know what she said? She said, we were. I think we were talking to Julie. Wasn't it Julie? Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and Andy goes, she should just go to Nordstrom and forget her car. <laughs> She'll feel better. Yeah. Uh, this is called for a little bit of retail therapy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, and and then most of us guys that have wives that shop at Nordstrom, we shop at Target. Ooh, Target's awesome. Yeah. Tar- Target, what are you call it? About? And 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 what's the name of that? We place? We shop at Walmart too. <laughs> yeah. Good, so yeah, don't worry about it. What's the name of the place that has all the hunting stuff and all that kind like of stuff? Like Bass Pro or, or Sportsman? Uh, yeah, or... yeah, that's where we shop. Really? That's where we buy our clothes. You walk That's in. Right. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go find some boots. <laughs> and when was the last time you shopped for your clothes? <laughs> if you want to get into this, go ahead because okay. we got way much more ammunition right. on you. I'll tell you when the last time I ordered a whole bunch of Levi's on the internet. You no know that. No way yeah. on the internet. Yeah. Only because right. you know your size. Yeah. Of I course. used to have to go and buy your clothes. You'd try them on. They wouldn't fit. We'd return them. This was before the internet, you know? Yeah. It was just a pain. Yeah, I know. I did but, that for way too many years. But I was working, making money while oh, you were saving me time. How long have we been working together? <laughs> saving yeah. me time. You're yeah. saving me time. Uh-huh. Uh, well, okay. Let me ask you a question. How many times has your fingernails been dirty working on your own car? Never. Okay. Hey, your lawnmower starts first time. Your weed whacker starts first That's time. Your blower. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie is one of our technicians. He didn't get your Poland mower, or your Poland uh, push, uh, your uh, weed whacker oh, working. Only because she didn't bring it down here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I didn't know it was broken. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right. Are you done? Uh, No, not yet. We better say goodbye to anybody who's listening because we're probably never going to be invited back. (laughs) Yeah, you might as well. Just call us at the shop if you want to talk to us. (laughs) We're there all the time. (laughs) Hey, Gil, do we have any callers left? And we only have one minute, so that's probably not enough time anyway. It's yeah. enough time to roast you, but not enough yeah. time for a yeah. collar. That, that, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. What's the hardest part of, of steering the ship, <laughs> assistant uh, co-pilot? Uh, there's a dealing with you and being yeah. on the top. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's good. I we want, got great guys. Yeah, yeah we, do. we do. But but I, I've also, I'm responsible for the path that got us here. Sure. Okay. So I'm only hoping that you 
and your brother find some benefit in in following the path as opposed to deviating from it and <laughs> doing something like changing the name or something like that. <laughs> All right, next week we're going to start with Swap Shop Phoenix, and we start at nine o'clock, and that's where you can buy, sell, trade, dump your junk, whatever you want to do. It uh, it's modeled after an old radio show that was in the '70s and the '80s on another station, and it was very popular. So it's kind of like a garage sale radio show. So we do that at nine, and then at ten o'clock to noon, you'll have me from now on, Mark Salem. I'm an ASE <laughs> Master Tech, and I'll be alone. <laughs> and you don't oh. need to worry about that. We have a a uh, cackling hens in the yeah. background. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, I didn't. So this is the end of the cackling hens, and you can say goodbye to them. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next week. God bless you. Drive safe. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.